Hi everyone, welcome to the Man Cave Podcast episode 9. I Yeah, 9 isn't it? 9. nine. nine, nine. Ooh, almost nine, at nine. 10. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> like Anthony Martial. And <laughs> already got that wow. in. Wow, all so, number 9s. All the number 9s. So my name is Ben. Uh, I'm Sam, BK. And I'm CJ. So we've got a very special guest, CJ, making his first appearance on the pod. Hey, guys. Wow. <laughs> yeah, me and, and CJ are, um, you know, repping the sport uniform. Yep. yep. So also... they've gone for very much a football attire. Um, so for everyone who's not listening to this via the forms of YouTube, um, so today's episode is very much a sporting-based yes, podcast, that's right. and um, it's very much in the theme of our last few podcasts, which is kind of like a, a top 10 or top moments of the decade. The decade yeah. So if you don't like sports, you can turn it off now, uh, we'll save you <laughs> in the next hour Well, no, I mean, we encourage you to listen, um, <laughs> because you might think, you know what, what are the best things that have happened in the decade that might have be potentially interesting to me <laughs> and it and it might spark you on an adventure into the world of sports which you might not have thought of before so if you yeah open your ears and open your minds apart from probably katie who hates all form of sports <laughs> <laughs> same with my girlfriend ben i've just noticed only two of your playstation lights are on oh so oh it's on a little thing uh... where it, it changes colors Ah, keeping it interesting for our YouTube uh, family out there, which is now set at 55 subscribers. I know, we've got 55 subscribers on YouTube now, so that should be 55 views on every video at least. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Set those notification bells on. Um, So, yeah, in today's episode, we're going to be going through our favourite moments of the past 10 years in the world of sports, which isn't just going to be football. Um, it is going to be a variety of sports, as you can tell from definitely more of my side, because <laughs> CJ and Sam, it's definitely a very football-based uh, attire. Yeah. Um, so I wrote a few down, but what we'll try and do, I know the last time we did a top 10, it went on for an hour and a half, and um, yeah, maybe maybe not an hour and a half worth of podcast, uh, but we'll definitely try to keep it to an entertaining length. So... I feel like you guys have maybe got more than I have. Well, I've just added another you. one. We've just added one, and I can't believe it wasn't on there in the first place, but we'll get to that we'll later. We'll get to that. We'll and get... uh, so what we'll do, guys, you start us off. I'll sit here yeah. enjoying my room. Okay. About what so you've enjoyed this decade. If you don't know my voice already, this is Sam BK. And the start of the, so we're at the start of the decade now. So I want to take you all the way back. You know, let's play some like whoosh whoosh music, Time Machine, Doctor Who, Back to the Future. Um, and yeah, jump in the DeLorean. And in 2010, um, we had Spain winning the World Cup. Remember it well. Oh. Football. And it was, they were, they were, they were great. They played like Barcelona. Some team. Some team. It was uh, Fernando Torres. Um, I, think... I think they had the best midfield. Of modern times. Yeah, I was about to, well, I was going to say Fernando Torres was actually like on fire at the time, but he didn't actually do much in the World Cup, I remember. Like, I as a Liverpool he... fan perspective. Didn't he? Who's, oh, it was, was um, it Iniesta scored. Iniesta, it? wasn't it? Was that not 20, was not on the Euros? 
No, I think you're right. No, Iniesta scored the winner. It was against Holland, Holland. if I remember. Because Holland did really well that World Cup and everybody was like, oh, we kind of want Holland to win. But and Iron Robin should have scored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Robin should have won that. made a ridiculous that. save. And if you remember, it was when, I think it was Nigel de Jong kicked Xavi Alonso square in the chest. <laughs> yeah. And I think he only I got a yellow card for it. Yeah. Wasn't that the dirtiest football match of all time? It was. It, it was, was like horrible. four red cards. It was in South Africa 2010, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yes, because yes. it yeah. was Portugal to... Not Portugal. Um, Germany, was it 2012? What was 20... Yeah, because it went 2002 uh, Germany was, was 2006. 2006. Um, Germany, yeah. Germany. Anyway. And then 2014 right, yeah. was Brazil. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Ah, uh, Yes. So yeah, that's the first one on the list because 2010, I can't really remember much else happening. Um, uh, I can remember a lot from Rafa Nadal. <laughs> oh, oh, the tennis world. <laughs> um, 2010 in the tennis world was dominated by one Spaniard. It basically was the year that Spain won all the sports. Oh, yeah. Barcelona, didn't Barcelona win the Champions League as well? Uh, they, won it, they won it in 09. They beat United in 09. It's 2009. Oh, yeah. So technically it's... So 2010, 2011, Barcelona won the Champions oh, League. Oh, did they? Oh. I think. Um, but the final would have been... Who won the Champions League in 2010? 2011, wasn't it? Yeah, well, football's a bit difficult because the season starts, doesn't it? Yeah. In, so, I mean, you could have argued there could be some oh. overhang from the 2009 football season into the... Inter Milan won the treble, didn't they? 2010. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mourinho, peak Mourinho. Jose Ramirez. <laughs> when he ran onto um, the Barcelona yeah. pitch, giving it one of those, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yes, yeah, Spain won pretty much everything apart from the Champions League um, because they won loads of other stuff. But yeah, Nadal won three Grand Slams wow. in 2010. Was, that the, who, was it Wimbledon with Federer that year or...? No, he beat Thomas of Burdick in 2010. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Um, yeah, so he won the French Open after losing the only time ever in 2009. He then came back to win it in 2010 without losing a set and then went on to win Wimbledon. Ben's just and then like... went on to beat He loves this. <laughs> Djokovic in the uh, 2010 final, which was, yeah, unbelievable. Actually, a very similar colour top to this one, but... And Spain you are the everything. Rafael Nadal encyclopedia. Wait, uh, let's look at it in here. Stato. The Stato man. It's uh, El wait, Stato. There you go. That's your nickname for this. <laughs> he's even got a Rafael Nadal pen. He's got a colouring book. He's going to get the audio book at some point on yep. vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> We've got everything. We've got everything. Um, that was a good one. Spain winning the 2010 World Cup. I think everyone wanted them to win, didn't they? And they were yeah, just dominant. I felt like they hadn't... Had they won the World Cup before? No. No, never. they hadn't. No, Which is a once. shock. Yeah, it is. With some of the teams that they used to have, I mean, some like I the... say, the, the midfield they had in, in that in that World Cup. Well, it was, was the Xavi, Xavi Iniesta. Sergio Busquets was just about coming through, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, like you say, Torres up top, as well as David Villa, I remember. Oh, oh yeah. Two yeah. of them up top. Yeah, and obviously, like you got Carlos Puyol at the back, who was <laughs> like, just unbelievable, and then Ike Casillas is probably one of the best keepers you, you you could ever wish for. So. You had Pedro, yeah, 
and just Sergio Ramos. <laughs> Sam's, Sam's favourite player. Sam's favourite man. Um, but yeah, so 2010 was a good year for Spain. Um, right, well, what I'll do, I yeah. was going to kind of bring it up, but what I'll, I'll change the pace and I'll bring up my guy later. So I'm going to bring you straight back to this year. Oh, wow. I feel like this year was a momentous year in the world of sports. Crazy, yeah. Um, but something that probably doesn't get brought up as much, maybe a little bit more, but uh, was Lewis Hamilton winning his sixth world yeah. title yeah. this year. Going to yeah. the, uh, the Formula 1. Yeah, For- Formula 1 with the Grand Prix. Ooh. Ooh. And yeah, yeah he... I, I, I don't get it with Lewis Hamilton. So comparing tennis, Andy Murray has won three Grand Slams. Okay. Which is a lot. First British guy to win Wimbledon forever. He has been knighted. Here Paul we Lewis go. Hamilton over here. <laughs> here we go. Paul Lewis Hamilton, second most successful driver of all time. Most successful British driver of all time. Nothing. Why is this? Paul Tell Blake. me. I don't. Why? Why do you think as fans of <sighs> the guy gets a lot of hate because he, he likes fashion? Yeah, he does. He gets a lot of hate because he's got he's quite brash off the track. Right. He's got a lot of things going on. Obviously, he had his relationship with Nicole Scherzinger. Scherzinger and everything that seemed to make him a little more hated, I think. But, yeah. Um, I love the guy. It's I bizarre. I mean, yeah, obviously, but... me, and, me and Ben are quite yeah. big fans of the of the Formula 1 and I love yeah. the guy. But like you say, he doesn't seem to get the recognition Weird. that he, he deserves. That's interesting because we've Very just had common. BBC Sports Personality of the Year. Haven't we? And he came second. He, he came second. second. Yeah, he came second. But it's a difficult one because, like, that Ben Stokes, you know, it was... I feel like everybody was watching that. But did he have a good few matches, whereas Lewis Hamilton had a good year? You, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's fair point. It's fair point. And it's a popularity contest, though. It's... Yeah. I think That's it. the World Cup got a lot of hype because it was the first time that England have won it. So obviously his like level of elevation of people's like response to that is obviously going to be higher. So, and yeah. also it's to do with personality, which I find interesting. World. Just going to throw this <laughs> out there for the video world viewers. World. I have a former England cricket captain uh, signed my England cricket bat. So let's just read it out. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Go on. Sam. Don't want to brag or anything, but to Sam, best wishes, Michael Vaughan. Yorkshire and England. Keep up the cricket. <laughs> Have you actually ever played cricket, Sam? I dabbled. When well, I if, was I, in... if I just look at this bat a second. <laughs> Apparently he played That's once. That's the cleanest looking bat to break the bat. There's one mark on it. Ooh. I couldn't resist as a kid. I was like, everyone's like, don't touch it, don't use it. But basically, he lived next door to my grandparents. Um, I remember, yeah. Outs- outskirts of uh, Sheffield at that time. He's obviously since moved on to Strictly Come Dancing and better things. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing about England captaincy or, or winning the Ashes or anything. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, that's better. But Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah, that's that's a decade <gasps> oh. before this one. So, okay, so we've, yeah, we've flashed forward to this year, haven't we? And we've, I mean, well, let's, let's talk. We're going to be. Bouncing all over Let's the decade. Let's bounce all over, like, you know. But I mean, so just to cover it, so we've just 
obviously talked about uh, Lewis Hamilton, but just to say as well, you know, Cricket World Cup, the Super Over. I remember I was texting CJ. I was texting you, you were, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, you and were. it was like, oh my God, what's happening? Everybody just managed to tune in for like the last sort of hour or whatever. I'd gone on holiday with my dad and my sister and brother-in-law and we were listening to it on the radio on the way down and obviously didn't expect anything to be as exciting as that and we got to the holiday venue down in Devon Perfect. a couple of beers and there was a lot of people in the bar and obviously it got tenser and tenser and tenser and you're watching that last over and Honestly, it was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. But but yeah, the chances of it happening, like it hadn't happened before. It was our friend Smig, obviously, who's been on the podcast before for the Star Wars um, special. He's a big cricket fan. Now, well, at, every every weekend during the summer is taken up by cricket. So we never see him during the summer. <laughs> no, it's like, where's Smig? I'm playing cricket. <laughs> so, um, oh, of course you are. But I texted him as I was texting CJ and I went, Smig, what's a super over? <laughs> like, what is a super over? And then he texts me. What after, are these rules? But he, the reply, wait for it, the reply, after we'd won, he went, a winning over. <laughs> <laughs> and if you remember in that over, yeah, um, they were trying to take a run and New Zealand threw the ball in and it hit Ben Stokes' bat and went for four. Yeah. So they actually got five runs. Yeah. Where it was only meant to be one. He had a shot at the stumps and it hit Ben Stokes' bat and went for four. Yeah. yeah. So without that happening, massive stroke of luck, but England win the World Cup off the back of it. And we'll take it. We'll absolutely take it. Absolutely. It's. I find a lot of the time, you know, with like a big sporting event, if there's any sort of national interest, yeah, everyone genuinely does seem to kind of get involved, regardless of what sport. So it's like this year with the um, Rugby World Cup. Yeah. Suddenly, everyone's a rugby fan. No one cares till the semi-final, though. <laughs> Basically, everyone's in the pub. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. A pint. Everybody goes to the pi- uh, for a pint because it was in Japan. I'll have a pint about eight in the morning. That'll be great. That was quite funny. I remember we went to a wedding on the semi-final day. Yeah. But while getting ready, it was like might as well just put the rugby on. And then suddenly, about twenty minutes in, you're like. I'm an expert in rugby. <laughs> that was a try. Like, they have VAR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's this? It was, yeah, it was a bit crazy. But it is, I think it does show that we kind of have this love for sport within the country, even though we're pretty terrible at it a lot of the time. Just a little you know, island. It's like when Wimbledon's on. And we're pretty good. Everyone's a, everyone's a tennis expert when it's two weeks of Wimbledon. They're not quite as up as you on Rafa Nadal, though. <laughs> well. I think there's only maybe four people in the whole world. Like, one of them is like Rafa Nadal. He doesn't even know himself. Rafa Nadal, his his wife and his mum. His mum and, and then Ben. It's quite disturbing. Anyway, um, to get anyway, away from the we, dig- um, we always digress. We always digress. Uh, um, so should we go back in time now? Yeah, go back. Well, take it back. Interestingly enough, for 2011. Yeah. What I've kind of put. I've just put peak Barcelona. Ooh. Is that when they beat Man United 3-1 at Wembley? It could have been, yeah. It could have been. Where it was one of the most complete performances I've ever seen, if that's... Rio is just still shaking to this day. Yeah, third. And at United, they had a good bit of football in that game, uh, where they scored the goal, the equalising goal, but they were bossed off the top. But it was, interestingly enough... That was a Messi versus Ronaldo match, 
Was it not? No, Ronaldo left after 2009. No. Yeah. So oh, really? the match yeah. that was the Ronaldo versus Messi was in Rome, in 2009. Rome in 2009. Oh, sorry. Sorry, my mistake. I'll always remember we played in an all white kit. We did, yeah. And uh, I said, that's the last time that you see Ronaldo and he's in all white. And then he went to Real Madrid. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> broke, broke my heart. I remember, I still remember getting ready for school. And it was Sky Sports <laughs> News that was on Freeview. And I just remember it coming up and it was like, Cristiano Ronaldo has been sold to Real Madrid for £80 million. I was like, no, no, this this is a nightmare. No, wake up. And it was like, no, it happened. Uh, oh, but yeah, have you got anything on 2011, Ben? Um, let me have a look. <laughs> so we're some Rafael tennis... Uh... 2011 was actually a bit of a dodgy year because Novak Djokovic decided to become the world's best tennis player. Ah, uh, the emergence oh, of Djokovic. And he beat Nadal. He beat Nadal in three of the four slams in Ooh, 2011. So Ben's deleted so, that. Oh, yeah, Ben's memory. deleted that year from his memory. That's... that's yeah. Um, oh, wait. A sporting event that I really enjoyed was Rory McIlroy uh, scoring a 69 in the final round of the US Open. <laughs> ah, I remember that. I don't remember no, that. No, I remember, I remember um, that well, obviously, being a golf fan myself, I'll confess. Um, I remember, I think he shot 63 in one of the rounds around Congressional, I think it was at. And he won, CJ. he won by like six, seven, eight shots, something like that. Record winning margin, I think, in the US Open. If I remember. Um... Yeah, I think you are correct. Um, yeah, at uh, Maryland, Bethesda. I don't think in relation to the games company. <laughs> um, let's have a look. So, British Open, US Tennis. Yeah, Tennis I've just deleted out of my mind forever yeah. from 2011. It's down to what you want to remember. <laughs> not a lot of yeah, Liverpool stuff in like, the early days. won the French Open. <laughs> Um, but yeah, looking at it, do you know what? 2011 was a bit of a meh year. There what I've kind of noticed is like when there's a good year, lots of things like tend to happen. A lot can happen in one year on some of the years, and then one year it'll just be one thing. So, yeah. where, where do you want to go next, Ben? Should we do 2012? Yeah, might as well go in, in order now. Well, this is a big year. Well, so yeah, this was a big year, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm just going to uh, Aguero. Oh, don't. <laughs> Sorry, I just completely ruined the mood. That's coming deep for the two United fans on the. Should podcast. we call it a day siege? Yeah, I've should had just enough, call it. <laughs> should we call it? enough. That's it. Fifteen minutes in, we're done. But let's okay. All jokes aside, the most ridiculous finish. Yeah. In Premier League history. To a Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. Final day. You Um, think you've won? We have won. We had. (laughs) (laughs) If VAR was a thing in 2012. Just saying, just saying. See, this is, I'm going to take the mic for a bit because you two are very heartbroken by this, I can tell. You don't even want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about the fact that City finally 
managed to topple you and start the Bought their of, way to the league. Well, not well, you know, they started to get really good. So, um, what uh, should we move on to the Ryder Cup? <laughs> yeah, there's a the, the good 2012 idea. <laughs> Ryder Cup at Medina. I think needs a mention. Um, we went into it having won in 2010 uh, at Celtic Manor. Yeah. Um, obviously over on American soil in Medina. And then yeah. the first two days, we got absolutely battered by the American team. Um, and the only saving grace was, I remember in the last match of the second day, Ian Poulter finished five birdies straight wow. to win the match and gave wow. Europe a 10-6 deficit going into the singles match, which yeah. was the biggest margin ever <laughs> in Ryder Cup history for someone to come back from, if you if you get me. Yeah. And then they went out in the singles and Martin Keimer hold the winning put for Europe to win the cup with 14 and a half points to 13 and a half, I believe. So we smashed wow. him in the last day. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable turnaround. That's wow. ridiculous. But I remember like not, I didn't even like watch golf, but it's one of those things that you hear about like it's you, you you catch wind of it if there's a sporting event that's happening, you kind of like oh this is happening with the golf. So even I kind of like knew it was you know a thing that was happening. So it is a big moment. Well, it was big as well. I always because, remember my being, dad. The captain of Europe was Jose Maria Olathal, yeah, and his good friend in that year, Sevi Ballesteros. I believe he died in that year. Oh right, okay, yeah. Um, so they're all wearing the Sevi oh, gear right, and the yeah, logos yeah. on the bag, and then. They put plain messages in the sky and everything, and it was a touching moment. Coinc- Coincidentally, I think in the Rafa Nadal Academy Museum, there is actually one of one of the golf bags is actually one from the Ryder Cup in 2012. Uh, I think Sergio Garcia's. Yeah, big tells me. and they had etched, yeah. yeah, and they had it etched on the bags. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, the silver. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, amazing. I seen that. So um, yeah, it's the it's the only time of the year that my dad actually really books off an entire long weekend. Is the Ryder really? Cup? Yeah, every time. So he just he doesn't get dressed. Sits there in his pants. But just I think he just he just chills and is just like, do you know what? This is it. Just watching golf. It's like good on I you, love dad. That. Good on you. I love that. Um, so from that year as well, two thousand twelve. Yeah. Um. So we've got some other sporting events, which is the Euro 2012. Yep. Where Spain beat Italy 4-0 in the final. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good did, final, yeah. yeah. Remember it. Battering. Generally, though, to your... if you win the World Cup, you're pretty much odds-on favourite for the Euros. Yeah. On most years, whoever wins the World Cup, if they're from Europe, Obviously, yeah. obviously, not Brazil. Brazil, not gonna Brazil win are going to win the Euros, but that tends to happen. Well, who's won it in the past? So we've had France. Who won in Brazil? Germany. Germany, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah. they battered Brazil. Um, then it was obviously Spain. Yeah, then Italy in two thousand six. Oh yeah, Italy. We have smashed it recently as a European nation. Oosh. Yeah. Take that, South America. Well, funnily enough, aren't we the odds-on um, favourite England for the Euros uh, this year, above France, who won the World Cup? 
I'm not sure if we're favourite. We've got a good shout. But I'm yeah. Not sure if we're okay. Fair enough. You know, doing well in qualifying again. Um, but yeah, so that was that the Euros. Obviously, 2012. The Olympics. The Olympics. We yep. forgot. We, we literally. Was, you know the one I said earlier that I can't believe we've missed. The Olympics. It was in our was country. The Olympics. That we was... we smashed that. Oh, so we did. The best oh. There has never been. Ever seen. There's. N- there's never been an Olympics as good, and there will never be an Olympics as good. I think we just absolutely nailed that. The music thing. was unreal was as well. Just like Fatboy Slim yeah. with all yeah. the... Oh, yeah. my God. It was... The, they got everyone in. Absolutely. Muse, Arctic Monkeys. Like, they had, like, um, J- um, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. Like, oh, my God. Just... The Spice Girls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Representing our... Um, <laughs> three percent uh female audience and do you know what so something i remember from 2012 so at the time i was working for um apple and in our upstairs staff office we yeah. had loads of imax and i think we had like five imax and all of them just had bbc sport on oh, all nice. the time yeah doing all the different sports That's which was cool. just awesome uh and then you had obviously moments like mo farah Winning, what was it, the 5,000 and the 10,000? Everyone yeah, went yeah. mad for that. It was absolutely incredible. Was that the what, Usain Bolt as well? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he, he won in 2008, 2012, and 2016, didn't he? Yeah, that's right, yeah. That, so That man is on fire. But he's not got the triple-triple <laughs> now because someone in the Jamaican team did drugs. Yeah, yeah that's so He's right, got like yeah. a triple-triple-double. Gutted. Obviously not as good anymore. Cool running. Um, uh, and also in 2012, uh, Roger Federer won Wimbledon. Yeah. Did he? Who cares? Who won it, Ben? Yeah. Who was that? Roger Federer. He beat... Um, did, right, this is actually... This was the start of Murray's revival. Uh, if you look right. at it from a storyline, if you make like a, a film, film out of it... <laughs> <Yeah>. Murray's <laughs> yeah. revival. It sounds like an old war film. In cinemas today. He um he so he lost to Federer in four or five sets. He then beat Federer at the Olympics to win gold in the singles. Yeah, and then right, the year yeah. after went on to win in the grand finale of the film, the final final half an hour. So yeah, fair enough. Two thousand and twelve was been good. a massive year then. That was a huge year. That's a huge, huge. year. Two thousand eleven was just kind of like yeah. Boring in Some comparison. Cool stuff. So, following on from that. Following on. So, the sporting events calendar of 2013. What else happened? Have you guys got anything? I've got a great moment that we happened have, in the world of football. We have a great moment this, here, which will probably get us both quite teary-eyed, Ben. Let's be honest. It was the best thing ever. Best thing ever for Sam. Oh, uh, this was... The year we signed Robin Van Persie for Man United, we won our 20th league title, but it was tinged with sadness as it was bye-bye to Sir Alex Ferguson at the end of the season. And we've never been the same since. And goodbye to Man United. You have never been the same since. It has been manager after manager. We've all had like, you know, like 50% win ratios and like, it's actually that bad, but not good enough. And you've just replaced them. And it's got worse and worse and worse. And you might be doing all right at the minute. It's a bit of a turn, but it could change next week. So, yeah. You all right there? I'm yeah. all right. Yeah. 
I'm quite happy with this. You having a good time? Any thing to add, Ben? Uh, I'm just going to remember the fact that we've won 20 World t- uh, twenty Premier League titles. <laughs> so. That's fair enough. Do you know what? It, I'm, I'm just going to think, do you know what? Who cares if that was six years ago? Only Man United fans care about that. And Liverpool fans now, they've looked like they've turned the corner. But yeah, yeah. 2013 was pretty <laughs> awesome. I, I, I do have to say, though, in terms of a kit, that Man United kit that year was... Iconic. Weird. Yeah, it looked like a team. <laughs> like that. Oh wait, which it one was like, it? Looked um, like it was a checked it was like one. The check shirt. Oh no, got, I'm like, thinking of a different one. Yeah, oh right, got, like, okay. Check yeah. Shirt. yeah. So, so it was iconic in its own way, which was just kind of not the best. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 2013. You know, Dal had another great year. Happy days. Who won the league? You know, oh, no. Wait, if, United, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I was just kind of... And the champ... And going to test your knowledge, who won the Champions League Chelsea? in 2013? Oh, that's a good call. Chelsea. Or Munich. No, no, no. I was... Yeah. Was it the Bayern Munich Dortmund final at Wembley? Yeah, was it Munich? It was indeed. There we go. Yeah. It was indeed. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo ended up as top scorer, but Bayern Munich won it. Um, because they'd lost to Chelsea in the previous year at the Allianz Arena. Jürgen Flop. Well, that was the start, though. That was... Um, he started to make a name for himself, so fair enough, I'll take that. Yeah, I think that was a, that was his um, second year in two... Like, three years that Wembley had done the Champions League final as well, because oh. kept on doing it at Wembley. Yeah, they had it in 2009. Yeah, no, sorry, 09 was Rome. 2011 was Wembley, and then 2013 was Wembley. Yeah. yeah. Good old Wembley. Which is pretty cool. Um, anything else in the world of sports in 2013? Like you say, when there's no Euros or World Cup, it doesn't seem yeah, to Yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. There's not Obviously, there's like... oh, tennis and uh, golf. And... Aus... Go on. Yeah, Australia won the Ashes. Oh, right. That's big. Yeah, that's yeah. big. But, for um, example, there someone... There was a Rugby World Cup. So on a worldwide basis, though, right? So, for example, let's say we've got a listener from America. The Ashes. Which we do, actually. <laughs> the Ashes, like, to them, they're like, what's the Ashes? It's basically... What's that little urn? It's the biggest cricket match other than the World Cup. You, we would argue Absolutely. it's bigger than the World Cup. <laughs> uh yeah, well, possibly. It's, it's certainly it definitely nearly on a par with it, I would have thought. Yeah, it's basically, it's Australia versus England. It's an old rivalry, and once a year they do a test series, and, yeah, whoever wins just gets the yeah. wagon rights. So they, they get a big trophy and then a little trophy, which is quite funny. I love how they get, like, two little trophies, but it's the weirdest celebration when they do it, because it's literally like, here's my little urn. <laughs> it's like... It's embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. Yeah, 2013 again because there wasn't any major events. Mm. It's one of those really quite strange ones, isn't it? But uh, 2014, yeah, yeah, sure. Yep. Why not? Why not? We've got. Why not? I'll let you lead off, Ben, if you want. So 2014, um, for me, you had the start of Lewis Hamilton's revival. Oh. Yep. That's when he started winning again with Mercedes. So it, it turned into this hybrid era and basically since then they've just destroyed everybody, which is pretty cool for any Lewis Hamilton fan. Probably not that cool for anybody else, apart from Nico Rosberg, who uh, who did get in. But yeah, 2014, Lewis started winning again. Okay. 
which was cool. No. Oh, I the know. Biggest thing. You've got probably two major <laughs> sporting events. I've deleted something from memory. I think. Oh, but, uh, is that that one? Was <laughs> that the right one? Was that 2014? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Ooh. That was the uh, Ben. I'm just going to refresh your memory here, right? That was the famous Liverpool Man City game. Philip Coutinho scored for Liverpool to win three two. Oh, and Stephen yes. Stephen Gerrard in a huddle. We do not let this slip. And then, if I remember the next <laughs> the next home game, I think who slipped on the floor, Sam. You gonna? Ooh. No, I'll let you. Oh. That that was the year that infamous shell like you like how did you lose that? How? Hey, it wasn't even the Chelsea game. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Lost them. It, it wasn't. It was the Crystal yeah, Palace. It was the Crystal Palace. It was three it was Crystal Crystal Palace, Palace, wasn't it? minutes to go and drew three three. Unbelievable. Brendan Jeff. Rogers, I believe. On. Who's doing unbelievably well? I'm looking now. at your your year that year, and it's actually quite a funny year. <laughs> Yeah, for me, lost, it was everything was going really well. It was my final year at uni. The sun was shining in Southampton. <laughs> Liverpool were top of the league. I thought, oh, you know, the World Cup's on. We're watching it at the yeah, pub. World Cup, yeah. I was like, this is fantastic. And then all of a sudden, with this swift, cruel stroke, things turned. And um, but. I mean, one thing that I try to spin it on a positive for me as like a Liverpool fan then, it was just remembering how just awesome Luis Suarez was for us, you know, that year, the year before. He was just the best striker in the world. It was like, I will watch replays on my phone to this day. Strong those, statement, that. Those, no, I'm seriously, the, the goals he scored, you know, I think it would be nice if Barca gave us a bit more money for him, but he was just unreal. It, How much did they give for him? In the um, I feel like it was like 60. 65, I think. Yeah, yeah which is ridiculous. It's pretty good pretty good money. And what really. was he out of in like six years? And yeah, he's like won the Champions League and the yeah. Liga with him a few. But he's not... I'd, he was just... He's not been the player that he was for Liverpool. Well, it's true he's only win, won the Champions League a few times. No, but... I know he's won stuff, but like... <laughs> I, I, no, Pick out a highlight reel. I think what you're trying to say is at Liverpool, he was the man. All right, you had Steven Gerrard there, so it's probably yeah. just two of them. You go to Barcelona, at the time you had Neymar, yeah. Messi, yeah. Uh, Iniesta, and Messi. Xavi, and it's like you, become, you just become in the one, background yeah, kind of thing. One of a, a great group of players instead yeah. of being a great player in a. Average group. Like Depends that. what you want, really, out of life. <laughs> I'm sure he's not too disappointed. <laughs> I mean, he's moved yeah, to I'm live sure, in Barcelona you know. instead of Liverpool, so that's obviously... <laughs> that's an improvement. Yeah. I think anyone would take that. Not Better weather, less chance of your car wheels being stolen. Like, you're on to a winner. Well, I think pretty much like he turned everyone in the public against him anyway, so he needed to get the F out of Dodge. <laughs> it was the old biting into It was the whole... <laughs> Which you know, is just it weird. was that yeah. and the Patrice everything, wasn't it? Yeah, that didn't help either. That was ridiculous. Like, Liverpool made some choice mistakes and that wasn't it like free Luis Suarez. Just, yeah, that was, terrible. Uh, the t-shirts they wore at Old Trafford. Uh, sorry, after the Old Trafford game. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Terrible. It's, it, oh, you know, it's the worst thing ever, but 
the less said about it, the better. So 2014, on the other side of things, that was when we, we watched um, the World Cup final. We did, yeah. Did we watch the semi together as well? Uh, we might have done, yeah. I yeah. think we probably... That was Brazil versus Germany. And it was in Brazil. thrashing. Yeah. Yeah. And Everybody expected Neymar was Brazil crying. To get to the final and probably... Go Old men were time. crying in the stands. Whereas we were crying, laughing. Like, everybody <laughs> genuinely thought... Like, they all genuinely thought that Brazil was going to win. Yeah. And, like, all the critics and all the analysts were just like, no, this isn't that brilliant a Brazil side. Like, they've got David Luiz defending They've never really them. got back to that. Like, no. they, they've, got, they've got all the players, but it's just not... I think they kind of think, like, Neymar's their talisman, and he's not, like, you know... I don't know. It's because before Roberto that... Roberto Firmino's clearly the better player. Well, well, he's and... definitely the best number nine for them, but that's another conversation for another day. So the uh, big bottom lip, Jesus. But, yeah, I think you are right. Yeah, the 2014 World Cup, obviously, if there's a World Cup on, like, happy days. Like, they're just brilliant events. Just for the record, like, Argentina's like... goal wasn't offside. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we it wasn't, was it? What it was a Higuain. Higuain, yeah. Because we we watched it at my house. Yeah, like, I remember. Yeah. We had pizzas and pizzas, beers. everything. Yeah, beers. Watching it and uh, Higuain scored, and we didn't realize until the keeper had taken the free kick for the offside that it had been given offside. <laughs> VAR. As we we, were, we were celebrating. Obviously, we we wanted Argentina to win, which as Englishmen, yeah. What do you want, Germany or Argentina? Argentina is quite not really a big. It was, us, it? it was a difficult one, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> so we went for Argentina. They scored. We were going mad. And then all of a sudden, the keeper's taken a free kick. Like, oh, oh dear. I, I remember I was in a beer keller. Really? For the oh, 2014 nice. final. And we went mental after Germany won. We would just go, Deutschland. <laughs> Deutschland. Best place to be. Yeah, we had Steins. Germany won. I think I made a friend in Otto. <laughs> you know, Otto, subscribe to us, mate. Uh, I can't, it was, uh, yeah, actually, to be fair, I could find that picture on Instagram. Like, that was amazing. There's a video in, of us uh, losing on, you, know, you know what, over the offside yeah, on my phone yeah. somewhere, yeah. <laughs> which is horrendous. But, um, yeah, I think but, yeah. World Cup year. I forgot about that. Um, and, well, to be fair, they beat Brazil and Argentina. I mean, the Brazilians wanted Germany to go in and win it after they embarrassed them to beat the Argent- yeah, yeah. Argentina yeah. team. Messi, that's the closest he's come to winning a World Cup. Because he was a top scorer as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm, I think he was, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's not done it yet. So, okay, that's 2014. Yeah, that was actually quite a big year. Looking at, I'm just Googling it's very as football well, year, but... looking and... Yeah, because uh, it was also the Winter Olympics. In oh, yeah. I do like that. You know what? I've probably watched the Winter Olympics more. I will. Tr- I'll go out of my way to try and watch the highlights because I love snowboarding, um, etc. Like I've been on a few snowboarding holidays now, and I'd love to go again. Um, it's not a cheap hobby, <laughs> so it's no. hard to do. That, Sheffield doesn't have a ski village anymore, which is so annoying. Uh, but yeah, I love the Winter Olympics. And there was a uh, there was a Ryder Cup that year as well. Obviously, Glen Eagles. Yeah, smashed uh, them again. Oh. 
Eagles? Yeah, Glen Eagles. Smashed. Everyone was smashed. Cool. Right. So we're halfway through the decade. Halfway through the decade, guys. Well done. Round of applause. Yeah, nice. Well done, everybody. <laughs> we got there. So, yeah, this year, 2000... Oh, from cricket to rugby. The equestrian and golf, 2015, promises to be a busy sporting year. All right. Isn't every year busy? <laughs> Uh, there was a Rugby World Cup. Is that the one where England failed badly? I think so. No, I think that was no? 2000. Oh, actually, yeah, they just they just dive bombed out of it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They didn't even get. It was in our country, I think, and they didn't even get out of the group. Embarrassing, lads. Right. Embarrassing. What are you doing? I've seen them lose uh, more World Cups might... than. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Poor, poor lads. Um. So, any specifics from the the busy year of two thousand and fifteen? We have nothing, nothing over here. We Middle of the decade, the powers that be did decide that we're having a year off. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea nothing won the major league from this year. A very boring Chelsea title win as Mourinho. Mourinho. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I think it was Mourinho oh, was the second time. Yeah, I think so. If and I remember right, but didn't. Yeah. yeah, but then he got fired later that year. Yeah, but I think that moves on to 2016 when he actually got fired. No, I don't think so. I think they won it in, obviously, May or whatever. And well, they had the December, horrific so. start. And, he got, yeah. and, and that was when... Yeah, because that's when Klopp took over from Brendan Rodgers. Oh, yeah, you'll obviously remember that. That's the the second coming of... Anything specific to do with Liverpool is like this, dude. I'm sorry, I've just got to pick up on something you just said there. <laughs> what? Who said the something? The second coming of Shankly. Yeah. The second coming of Shankly. Wow. Klopp. And it's going to be followed by Gerard is the next Paisley. Wow. And no, but but let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Do you know what? I cannot wait for this to all. Like, we're going to look back at this podcast in like six months' time. Klopp's going to be fired. When they've bottled it. No, no, right. When they've absolutely no. bottled let me finish. it, Klopp's out. Let me finish. They've lost 15 matches. Let me in a finish. Row. Because history will repeat itself. Liverpool will go on, get loads of trophies, bit of a reign of terror, but then. Man United will have rebuilt and it'll happen all over again. Yeah, but it'll not take us 30 and to years. get you off your perch. <laughs> yeah, no, it won't. Yeah. No, it'll it'll be like it might take us ten years. Can you years, imagine if not... it does, CJ? We're gonna be fifty years old. <laughs> oh man. I mean like Liverpool will be like on top for like five years or something. You will eventually because you're gonna you are gonna get good eventually again. It's just gonna happen. And then it'll be us versus you, and it's just we're gonna hate each other. And that's what I'm predicting. So, Sam, yeah, I'm just going to throw it out there. But even if even if Man United don't, Man City got that oil money. With the managerial appointments today, any or potentially, yeah. um, they might not even be the biggest team in Liverpool in the next few years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Carlo Ancelotti incoming apparently. New Everton. ground. Yeah, all right, all right. Right, anyway. Champions League winner. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 2015, bit of a bit of a meh year. Not every year is brilliant in football, in football, in just in sports. Um, I guess it depends on like what you're looking at, because I think in cricket, there was a no cricket Euros. World Cup. Uh, that's, oh, yeah, it's... 
you know, it's pretty, pretty damned, really. There was a Women's World Cup. USA won. Oh. Yes, it. Yeah, they win them all, don't they? Yeah, they, yeah. they don't do about the USA winning. Yeah. We could have beat them this year, though. Yeah, sh- yeah, should have done. When she was better. a toe offside. We should have probably won. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, we'll skip 2015. Sorry, guys. Boring one. Sorry, guys. And uh, but if you if you had any highlights from 2015, let us <laughs> let know. Let us know. <laughs> In the comments below. Uh, so 2016, have you got anything written Big one. Down? Big one. This is... uh, my girlfriend will hate me if I don't throw this out there. Yep. Leicester City won well the league done. title. 5,000. To one. The greatest sporting moment, I think. In in football history, that has to go down as the pin. Well, interesting. Right, not to cut, sorry to cut you off, CJ. It was unbelievable. Interestingly enough, they're running like a poll, aren't they, on the BBC for what has been the moment of the decade, and it's down to either Aguero on the last, obviously, kick of the season to win the title, or Leicester, and they're like the final two for like what's been the best. I don't think you can compare them. No, I don't. Like, think. The fact that Leicester. <laughs> no, it's not not just because of being relegated. <laughs> like City, let's be honest, they've had more investment than any football club probably in history. Yeah, no, but it's not that. It's not about that. What um, what it is, they're saying that will that ever happen again? Where two teams on the last day of the season, it'll come down to like the last kick of the game for the title. Yeah, this year. Yeah, I think it probably could. Well, yeah, it's, yeah it's good this point, year when you between Leicester and Liverpool, yeah, when you balls up a fourteen point lead, yeah. Anyway, it, well, um, it was not a fourteen point. It's a four, it was fourteen point. You are fourteen points in front of City now. No, but I thought you meant last season when we were like seven no, it points. Was, it was only ten points last season. Whatever. Let's move on before we start getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you get a United fan and a Liverpool fan next to each other. Move on, Ben. Anyway, we're on, the we're on Leicester. We're on Leicester. Yeah. yeah, we'll give Leicester the time that they deserve. Claudio. What a man. Dilly ding, dilly dong. Dilly dong. Dilly ding. Do you think, though, like, I just remember, regardless of what football club you supported, you were just almost like, let them beat, like, let Leicester beat them. Because it was like, well, come on, they need to win. What I was going to say it was just earlier phenomenal. is, once you knew, obviously, United were out of it, yeah. Liverpool were out oh, of it. Oh, we weren't even close. It was all Leicester. That's all we wanted. I remember Leicester was, went away to City and it was like, yeah, they'll, they'll come unstuck now. And they beat City like 2-1 away from it. It was They're only like, Arsenal and oh, Liverpool yeah. were the only team that beat them. The, yeah, Arsenal won with them. Arsenal, after winning that match, can you remember? Because it was Danny Welbeck yeah, that, that was, scored the winner. That, yeah. And everyone was like, well, this is the year that Arsenal are going to take it. And I think the match after they lost. Yeah, it was, but... <laughs> The thing as well, it was actually... Like nobody could play... No, because Spurs, if you remember as well... Spurs were second. Spurs were yeah. second. Sorry, Spurs were third in a two-horse race. Yeah. Because Arsenal managed to pip them on the last day. On the last place. day of the season. Everybody remembers Spurs chasing it because and then Chelsea they were taking the mick, weren't they? But then Arsenal fans got the absolute banter yeah. of actually finishing second that year. Yeah. It was the most bizarre year. I think once Spurs knew that they probably weren't going to catch Leicester, they just checked out. Yeah, Ugh, I don't know. That was the Jamie Vardy's having a party year, wasn't it? With the yeah, BK Blues and yeah. all sorts. And it was just incredible. You'll, you'll never see anything and like it again. 
How Gary much money Lineker would you have won on that? Match of the day. There was a guy, uh, uh, my girlfriend. I had a mate who put a well. fiver on it. He didn't. Yeah. Win, he won like seven hundred and fifty quid or something. Apparently, Leicester. Obviously, they had their open top bus parade. Yeah. Uh, apparently, behind the team bus, yeah, there was a bus for people from Leicester who'd put bets on from to win the oh, league, and it was following and so behind. Cool. So, obviously, a few and they were doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but five thousand to one, I think. It was. Yeah. yeah, they because they were close to relegation the year before. Yeah. They were in a relegation battle, weren't they? And then, I just what a time to be alive to see Leicester City. Anything now, is possible. Seeing them do so well, unbelievable, Jeff. Uh, yeah, and in in the world of in the world of sport that I enjoy tennis, um, it was another year to forget to Rafa Nadal fans. Two thousand in Nadal's peaks, he's had like these peaks and injuries. And there's a bit in the middle of his career in the in this decade, which we just ignore, which is basically from like 2015 to 2017. We just ignore that. <laughs> that never happened. Uh, so we'll swiftly move on to 2017. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wasn't 2016 like the Euros again or? Oh, yeah, of course it was. Would have been, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. So who won them? Germany. No. No. Portugal. Did they? Oh, no, that was the Ronaldo in... when he was injured one. Was that 2016? No, no. that can't have been. That was no. the last Euros. It must have been. It was. It no, was. It that was when Ronaldo was like the manager. <laughs> it must have been, yeah. Wow, that's a long time ago. Oh my God, it was. I told you, yeah. Wow, was that 2016? I thought that was like last year. Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? It was the last Euros. yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah that was the year that Ronaldo... That's probably a big moment we've missed finally... out there. Yeah, Ronaldo finally got his international trophy. So the one thing that I think made me laugh about this event was that <laughs> Portugal, I think, won one match. That yeah, was that's it, right, yeah. Which was they the were... final. And they just got to penalties all the time, went through, didn't they? Yeah, they were actually played really bad apart from in the And if final... they were winning games, it was like, oh, one nil or... Because my housemate at the Here time, Emma, she was like, oh, I've got Portugal in the um, in the sweepstakes at work. And we were like, oh, unlucky with that. Yeah. <laughs> she went on and won. Yeah. So Portugal came third in their group. Yeah. Yeah, did they get through in a play? After... Yeah, so they drew all three of their matches. <laughs> wow. And then... Marginal gains, people. Some... And I think somehow they got through to the round of 16 where they beat Croatia 1-0. Croatia. Then in the quarterfinals, they beat Poland one all and 5-3 on penalties. <laughs> they then beat Wales 2-0, because that was the year that Gareth Bale yeah. was an absolute yeah. monster. And then 1-0 against France. <laughs> France, what are you doing? <laughs> Pathetic. Was it in France? Um, uh, pretty yeah. sure it was in tells France. me it was. Yeah, because didn't when didn't Portugal get to a final yep. before in the Euros in France. Portugal and they didn't win. Portugal won it in France. Two thousand four. Yeah. Two thousand four because Cristiano Ronaldo cried. I've still got that t shirt. I love that. That uh, was that awesome. was when he got Rooney sent I think off. he was like Yeah. That so was it actually two thousand yeah, two thousand four. So they'd lost to Greece one nil. In the finals, Greece, Greece. And Greece. Look where that got Greece. They 
nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. And then, yeah, Portugal won the Euros. Oh, that was a great, yeah, good, um, good, call. good memories, Lance. Cool. So great 2017 call. then, yeah? Sporting events of 2017. Let's... You guys got anything wrote down? Yes. That you can so, remember? well, it's a bit of a weird one, really. CJ added one after I put mine. So, mine to kick it off was the Neymar transfer, which is a Ooh. bit of a strange one because it's not like anybody won anything. No, but, yeah, I think I feel like it's a big moment. It's changed everything, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. In the football world, that was a two hundred milli, wasn't it? It's just that is the whole reason. Euro. I don't know if it was two hundred million euros Why? in pounds. It was like hundred and over hundred and fifty. Yeah, I'm going to say is the whole reason why the transfer window is now ridiculous. And Liverpool benefited ridiculously from it because the Coutinho transfer like got massively inflated because of it. And now it's kind of simmered down a bit again. I think, but big players will go for big money. It just means that normal squad players. It's kind of no one knows what they go for. Your anymore. average player now is fifty million pounds. 40, 50 million, yeah. Which is player. mental, isn't it? It's. Oh, have I frozen there a bit? It's all right. We've got you. We've got you. Um, I'm really sorry. I think I'm looking at too many things on my computer, and it's not my friend. <laughs> like at all. So yeah, that's that's um, what I've yeah. put. Um, we've also CJ, you added. Uh, I added Wayne Rooney becoming Manchester United and England top goal scorer. I believe that was in that year. Um, yeah, because he moved on after that, didn't he? Yeah, he moved to Everton. Moved to Everton after that. Um, Two hundred and fifty-three goals, I think he finished with for United, if I'm right. And then obviously yeah. he got got the penalty to go to fifty for for England. So. Yeah, it was... Two very big records going there, I think. The England one, it was one that we've been kind of waiting for for forever. It yeah. was going to happen with someone. I think Michael Owen was the last one that got really close, but then he's just injured, riddled with injuries. He was on course to do it, but then his career just kind of disappeared. Um, I think... The thing with the Rooney record is, you know, he's done it amazing. But I remember watching the highlights of all the goals, and I was like, yeah... There was like a few worldies. There was a lot of penalties. Yeah, well, that's like, so it's going to be this because I fully believe that Harry Kane will break that. Uh, yeah, but a lot of his are going to be penalties. He's a better goal scorer, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Kane probably more than Rooney um, to a certain extent, but um, it's just international football. Do you know what the best thing? Do you know what the best thing to do though with Wayne Rooney is? Go back to watch when he first came out on the scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you actually forget how quick he was, how intelligent he was, how strong he was, and some of the goals that he scored when he was like 19 years old. He was unbelievable. But then, like CJ, you'll probably remember a bit more. He went through this weird phase where he like played in midfield for a bit and he played out on yeah. the left. And it was yeah. like, he went through a weird transition. I think because he slowed down, he almost went, well, do you know what? I've got quite a good brain, so I'm going to become Paul Scholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did try. To it do was that a bit a weird bit. later on his United career. He did try and do that a bit. Uh, interestingly enough, well, I've just thought of their both records. He took off Bobby Charlton. Yeah, and that is if you think that he Bobby Charlton had that record must have been what fifty years. Yeah, forty years. Well, 40, That's 40 insane years, yeah, like that, that that record can go that long. So you have to give the plaudits. Wayne Rooney, like Lewis Hamilton, probably doesn't get the respect that he deserves. 
But he does have a bit of a, because he's a not chef. great media personality, doesn't he? Let's be honest. You know, he does stray away from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the older generation. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, in back in back into the world of of, of tennis and and then tennis gods. Are you a tennis? Twenty twenty seventeen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Am I? Twenty seventeen is is the is the revival years. So oh, for anybody that does follow tennis, back into this. Brilliant movie that I'm creating like for you all. There's going to be a biopic one day yeah. about. <laughs> it's going to be narrated by Ben. ben. He's going to be a director of a Ruff and a Dolphin. 100%. With uh, with Salt Salt Productions, and do you know what? So basically, what happened was in 2017, both Nadal and Federer went. Do you know what? We need to take probably six months off. So they took six months off at the end of 2016, and everyone was writing them off, and all the journalists they were like, "Oh, the Rover, blah blah." So both Federer and Nadal got to the final of the Australian Open and played an absolute blinder, which Federer won in five sets. Nadal then went on to um, get back his Roland Garros title, which I actually, this was like my pivotal moment of the decade. He So he'd lost only two matches at Roland Garros ever uh, before 2017. And he then, you know, lost to Djokovic in 2016. He then came back and didn't lose a set and destroyed everybody in 2017. Mm. I've got the results here. So in the semi-final, he beat Team, who's now one of the best players, 6-3, love He then won the final, 6-2, 6-3, Wow. That yeah, is a masterclass. Like, yeah. if, you, if you look at the results from that year's French Open, it goes down as like, my God. And he then, Federer then went on to win Wimbledon. So Federer won the Australian, Nadal yeah. won French, Federer won Wimbledon, and Nadal won the US Open. Crazy. So everyone was writing them off, and then they came back and they were like, yeah, we're the two best players in the world. And it was like... That's a good one. Wow. Mm, I like that. Yeah, like that. I mean, oh. we, we kind of go in football, tennis, football, tennis, but yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was a good year. How about in golf? Anything major happen in golf in 2017? 2017, no rally courts. I can't really think of that one. Um, trying to think of major, major wins. I think like... I think it was the year, if I remember rightly, I think Sergio Garcia finally won a major. Masters. Oh, was it the, the Masters, Masters, wasn't it? I think he finally won a major, yeah. Just double check Masters that. Masters I'm pretty 20... sure that was right. 17... Let's see who won this. It was. Why is it not telling me who won? Sergio Garcia. You see. Ah, CJ. Knowledge. He's always there. Just knowledge bombs, just everywhere. He's one of the guys <laughs> who was tipped as the best player never to win a major. Yeah. Um, finally came through. I think it was on. This is another weird coincidence with the Spanish people. I think it was on. Sevi, who I mentioned earlier, I think it was on his 60th birthday that he actually won it. Oh, wow. Oh, That's crazy. Which is an unbelievable So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because like most sports, right, like you, once you're over like 30-something, you're over the hill. Like, but so talk to me about golf. So he was... Oh, no, the guy who won wasn't 60. Oh, right. <laughs> right, okay. The guy, the, guy who, the guy who won... Forgive my no knowledge of golf. The guy who won... Is, won the, it is there the, going, oh... 
<laughs> the Zimmer frame. Right, well, Severed by Asteros was a, a European, like, pinnacle. Of yeah, metal. okay. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away in 2012. Right. Um, but Sergio Garcia is a Spaniard, uh-huh. same country. They yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. looked up to him. Would have been Severed's 60th birthday on uh. the day that Sergio Garcia <laughs> Oh, now I understand. Sorry. I think that's right. Anyway. Sam gets golf now. Sam's yeah, now a golfing go. expert. Fantastic. When he comes around for a round of golf with us, he'd be like, so, uh, Sevi, yeah, yeah, I'm playing like Sevi today. <laughs> Do you know what? One, one thing that does amaze me, and we're talking about sports here, and I've just got it up by just Googling it, but the one thing that does astound me with sports like golf and tennis and, and individual sports like that is just the prize money involved. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. He won $11 million for winning that. Yeah. <laughs> like, That'll oh, work. Like 11, like in a day. I mean, or a weekend. Prize money is a funny one in football because I think football players win every week. <laughs> but how much they get paid, so. Yeah. But 11, like, imagine being that good that you get paid $11 million for a weekend's worth of sport. Wow. Unbelievable, That's... Jeff. It's nice. Should we move on? Very nice. We should. My mouse has died. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I've moved you. Ah, right. You're back. You're back in the room. Cool. We're cool. back in black. So 2018. I feel like this is a good year. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Um, no. In a way. In a way. Now, this was like for me the year that Liverpool had finally said, "Screw you guys. We're back now. We've been through this rebuild that you've been giving us stick for." We've started to, you know, you. I'm, sh- I'm sure you started to think like, oh, this time's going to be good now, and we got to the final of the Champions League. Now, Cristiano Ronaldo beat. Yeah, him. well, that was funny. Now, Loris Carrius, right? What a guy. Let me just type my way, okay? Lad, okay. lad, lad. <laughs> so, for me, what upsets me the most about this is like, like, can you, can you, I wouldn't. Like, in 2005, when we won the Champions League, we beat AC Milan. And that AC Milan team was ridiculous. Yep. It was one of the best teams ever. Now, again, we had another chance to be, you know, Madrid have just gone and won the Champions League like three seasons in a row or two seasons in a row or whatever. And it was kind of like an immovable object and unstoppable forcing because no one could really like Klopp's pressing and it was we were beating everyone um in knockout stages in the group and it felt like Salah was just unreal um at the time and it was like the unstoppable force is Salah the immovable object is Real what's going to give there was that beautiful moment in the tunnel where the camera guy has got Ronaldo just staring over at Salah and he's just like oh my god what's going to happen I'm going to beat you and then well, Ronaldo, to be fair, didn't have a massively good final, but um, what happened was the immovable object, Sergio, Sergio Ramos, Ramos. <laughs> <laughs> took Salah by the shoulder. The first 20 minutes, you know, Liverpool were looking amazing. They were all over. Madrid didn't know. Kind of what Ajax did to them the season after, I thought. Um, and it was... I, I, the thing was, as like a fan of Liverpool, our football that year was my favourite because we knew we weren't going to win the league or anything so it was all about just scoring as many goals as we could and the defense was like yeah it was okay we just got van dyke in january so that wasn't amazing but it was 
I kind of really wish we won it that year. I mean, I know we went on and won it the next year, but but the, like the Tottenham final was just like rubbish. Like it was great because we won it. Oh, it was and everything. awful. From an unbiased point of view, it was a rubbish final. It, I was, didn't it was a bad final. Yeah. I didn't care, obviously, and you wouldn't have cared if it was Man United. Oh, really. no, really, if you you, yeah, exactly. But like that final and everything, all the matches we had up until it was awesome. It was this ride, and then it was like, oh, dreams crushed. Yeah, like it. You know, so um, for me, that was, yeah. I also need to point out the Gareth Bale over a kick in yeah. that final was so, unbelievable. Well, what I was going to say was, so the, the moment isn't like me being like biased about Liverpool getting to the final. It's, it's suffering the unluckiest final ever because your best player gets taken off in the first 20 minutes with a dislocated shoulder. Your goalkeeper throws the ball to their forward. <laughs> Who just kicks it in the net? Great, cheers, mate. And then, and then doesn't hold on to a shot. Doesn't hold on to a then, shot because apparently he was concussed. But I mean, we we did score like obviously one goal with Mane, and but then Gareth Bale scores the arguably best the best Champions League. Well, well final goal arguably, there's the Zidane. There's the Zidane one from two thousand and two. Against, uh, I think I think the the technique to be able to do an overhead kick was unreal. Well, see, we on here. On the here, same yeah. Year, you see, what I was going to mention, yeah, we have on. the Ronaldo one away at Juventus in the semi final because that was like I think that was on the news. Every Ooh. my mum told me about that. <laughs> like that was the thing. It was a special goal. That that I think that was better than the bail. Yeah, I overhead. agree. That was the better overhead kick. It's just that Bales was in the final. I think it was just for me, was it Dan's reaction, which was just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I think it's that's like, the main you know, reason he moved to Juve, apparently, as well, because all the Juve fans stood up and applauded him. Yeah. And it's like, wow, yeah. when does that ever happen? Ronaldinho versus Real Madrid. Yeah, remember 2004? that. 2004? Yeah. yeah, and he took everybody on, and yeah. they were just like, "Yeah, standard innovation, that kind of thing." So that's what I've got for um, yeah, 2018. I don't know what you guys want to add to that. The peak of uh, my entire England supporting history. Yeah. Yep. For how many minutes? Probably about Why'd 50 that minutes that we thought it was going to happen. Sorry, I don't know. Sorry, yeah, on my note, sorry. Sounds put it in 2019. World Cup definitely happened. That was that summer, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'd i been, you know, down in the dumps about that and then all of a sudden me and CJ then supported the same team for a summer. <laughs> I love every alternate summer. It's, it's great. But... Yeah, like we're on the same side. Um, yeah, because we, you know, we FaceTimed, didn't we, after like the... The quarterfinal? Yeah. The... yeah, no, it was the knockout one against when Columbia. When we beat... They finally won Columbia a penalty shootout. Penalties. Yeah. England finally won a penalty shootout. That was a dirty game. Yeah, That was horrible yeah. to watch. The referee was letting them get away with everything. It was... Yeah. Oh, it Not was... fun at all. But that was... You know what? See, the thing is... I've, I'm, I've told you guys before. As, like, uh, a football fan growing up, for me, I've always been what's going to happen first... Are England going to win the World Cup or are Liverpool going to win the league? And Almost both were improbable imp- as either. <laughs> yeah, um. because it felt like we were never going to win the league. Now, England were in a semi-final and it was like, oh my God, it's going to happen. England are going to... And they were playing quite A well. very winnable semi-final. A very winnable 
but our legs just went, didn't they? I mean, I'll never forget. We're stood in a crowd of. We went. Me and BK went to Sheffield to watch it in a fan park. Yeah, and <laughs> it was ridiculous. Obviously, the game kicks off. You're apprehensive, and then we get a free kick outside the box, and Kieran Trippier just sticks it. Square oh in the top my end. god! What, there must have been. I've never seen a better five thousand people at this. Fan yeah, park. me, CJ, my girlfriend. And we just went. I've never heard a noise like it. It was unbelievable, and there was beer. It was, was. It just went black for a few seconds in my head. Oh. It was so we were stood with the, like my girlfriend who doesn't even watch football. When something like this happens, the whole country can't not pay attention to it. She started listening to the radio when she drove home from work because she was like, well, "Everyone's yeah. going to be talking about it, so I need to know what's happening." So we're in the fan park with like thousands of people. That goal goes in. I grab my girlfriend. CJ grabs me. And we're all just like huddled together, and it was just chaos, like flares, um, just everything going off. The whole country got behind it, didn't they? Everybody, everybody was talking. England about needed it. that because we'd been rubbish for the last. Yeah, I agree. But and we had Brexit. Like, <laughs> yeah, everyone was depressed. Less said about that, the better. <laughs> we're not going to do a politics special and it in was a decade. Like, <laughs> oh, it was unbelievable. But yeah, that that was. A truly, your f- life was just perfect that, for it was 45 good, wasn't it? minutes. That's yeah, it's the best summer of all time, and then it got ruined. I remember walking out of said fan park yeah. afterwards, and I was just crushed. Crushed, yeah. Oh, guys, well, on that depressing end note, um, we'll move into 2019. I'm already gonna guess, Sam. Liverpool finally winning the Champions League after coming back after winning and you know becoming the best team in Europe. I think Ben's covered it. We don't need to. Right? Well, no, actually, I mean, I mean, yeah, we won the final, but it was the semi-final that was ridiculous. Let's just say for one second. I mean, you guys will probably have your opinion on this. My favorite comeback ever was the Barcelona semi-final, being four 0 down, and it wasn't that. We beat them at home. No, 3-0 down, sorry. It wasn't that we beat them at home 4-0. It was the fact that <laughs> we did it with like our B team as well. We had like Shakiri who hadn't played all season, Origi up front. And it was like, this is just... It was impossible. And then I just went into this state of euphoria. You know, you guys were giving me shit in the group chat. And all I kept replying was, CJ was like, oh, here we go. I just went, one. When we scored after like 10 minutes. Yeah. Then I went two, and he was like, oh, here we go. And every time I kept doing it, we kept scoring. And CJ's reactions just got more ridiculous because when it got to four, he was like, oh, my God, they've done it. (laughs) Magic. Absolute euphoric. It was um, one hell of a comeback. The Trent corner. Just a complete throwaway from Barcelona. Like, who I'd love to hear your views on that match. Yeah, I'd, I just think Barcelona just didn't know what to do. I would agree with Sam as it's one of the best European. It's not the best European comeback. Oh you, you've no got, way! Oh, here we go. No, whoa, whoa, it's better. Let me finish. I'm gonna let you finish. You've got obviously '99. Yeah. Then sure. you've got 2005. Yeah. So they're both in finals, uh, which I would say is probably better comebacks. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, it's because you have got time to reflect on what you did wrong in the first leg 
Yeah, but to it's then still to be change your tactics and improve, isn't it? It's not an on the fly change. With our B team. You keep saying that. <laughs> it was clearly the best team we could put out. Yeah, you wouldn't have put a weak inside out, surely. Well, I'm just saying. Anyway. Well, maybe that's the trick. Maybe there was the mind game. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, it was a stroke of genius. But I would also agree with yeah, yeah, ben. yeah, yeah. You, Liverpool obviously play very well, but I would also agree with Barcelona were but, terrible. What, no, second. but what I'm going to say is it happened to Barcelona the year before against Roma. It Rome. did, yeah. The exact same, well, not the exact same way, but it was very similar what happened. So they should have been Prepared for it. There's a couple it. of teams like PSG have been the same recent. I mean, they yeah. lost to Barca like six nil that game. Yep. Where they won four one at home or something. Yeah. Then they lost like six one. So they went out, and then obviously the United won last year, where they got beat. exactly. Yeah. So PSG are like a bit like that. There's a couple of teams where you think. Yeah. Yeah. The I agree. teams. I agree. So yeah, that's uh, Spurs. Yeah, my moment. Well, I'd like to go on to my moment of 2019, which obviously I think you guys probably realise by now I'm a golf fan. (laughs) And I mean, I remember I was actually at Ben's house. Yep. Uh, I went to see him in April. We went for a round of golf on the Saturday of the Masters. Uh, We played golf, sat down Saturday night to watch the Masters. Um, I always have a little bit of money on the the golf. Yeah, Uh, sure. I've got a bit of money on on a few players. Uh, A couple were doing pretty well, but... I'd had some money on Tiger Woods, <laughs> and dun, dun, dun. at the time, obviously, he's had his, in fact, it marks 10 years since he had his uh, bit of a meltdown, his, his public indiscretions, yeah. as we say. Um, Golf clubs were thrown, yeah. cars were destroyed. <laughs> and uh, he slowly tried to work his way back through injury, a lot of injury, um, and I think he'd, he'd actually said by his own admission, sort of 10 months before the Masters, a year before the Masters, he didn't know if he was going to swing a club again. Um, obviously, That's the start of every great comeback story. <laughs> yeah, he got himself back to form. He uh, Before he won the Masters, he actually won the season-ending Tour Championship, which was a ridiculous spectacle. Uh, fans everywhere. Yeah, I remember seeing Finally that. won it. He started crying on the green and everything. It was like emotional. Anyway, we get to the Masters. I remember watching it with Ben on the Saturday, um, headed home on the Sunday. And uh, I can't quite remember how it panned out. He was either tied for the lead or one in front, something like that. And he went out in the afternoon. Uh, and he was, I think he was two behind Francesco Molinari on the 13th yeah. hole. And Molinari dunked in the water on 12th. And then Tiger Bird. Didn't 13. he do it twice? Yeah, yeah, completely imploded. Uh, but then Tiger just completely took over, uh, finally won his major, and I will admit now, a grown man, I shed a tear <laughs> when he won that, and he put a green jacket, and there was a moment with his kids at the end, and the green jacket was on, and best sporting comeback ever, I think. For, for me, I think as a story, in terms of, he clearly has been one of the greatest golf players of all time to then have that huge dip with injuries and things going off off the off the course and it was it was it was weird wasn't it see because i remember i put a few quid on tiger winning it thinking is he really gonna win like you don't think he's probably gonna find that form again and then 
he was just so calm and then it was it was one of them it was like a lester yeah where yeah. everyone around him just fell apart and he was just calm he was steady and it was it well, was incredible you've wasn't got it? to kind of say like you know he's he wearing his of, red polo he's got his life back together and you know he's one of the greatest of all time now this is from me looking on the outside in he's in the position where everyone else is playing crap and he's he's been there before so it's kind of just going to kick mm. in well i'm just going to do what i've yeah i've been here before I'm just going to go and do what I used to do. And he's, it's not like, like muscle memory is not what I'm trying to say, but it was just kind of all the, the stars aligned by it's, the looks of yeah, it. Yeah, it was, it's, it's the mental yeah. thing as well. As yeah, in all of a he's sudden, done it before. Tiger's got his whiff of a win. Yeah. Um, and I don't care what sort of form Tiger's in, as soon as other people see him up the top of the leaderboard, yeah. they start thinking, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a winner. He's a winner at the yeah. end of the and day. And Tiger's up there and people start thinking, with his mental state, he's not going to go away. He's not going to yeah, yeah. back off. So he's not going to they phase. automatically yeah. think, I've got to keep going, keep going. And it gets in their heads as well. Yeah. And Tiger just carries on, does what he needs to do and ended up winning. And I think he's won two more tournaments since then as well. So he's obviously on yeah. a bit of a comeback. Yeah, I mean, what... And it's, for me, it's almost like Man United used to be. Which was, if they scored, like the other teams used to have to go and after the match, which then meant there was more space. So United ended up winning more. It was like, yeah, and you were scared to go against them. Yeah, and yeah. I think once you've got a sports person or or a team that, you know, a lot of the time, I think even Roy Keane or someone like that of great stature says a lot of the time. Something is won before the match. Agreed. Like a, a men, from a mentality yeah. perspective, like someone like Cristiano Ronaldo, that bloke is a born winner, and he believes that he's going to go out there and perform to the best of his ability. Even if he doesn't, most of the time he now wins. Yeah, and just because he's got. I think certain people are just built differently. Yeah, he's just got that mind frame where he's a winner, and that's just how it is. It's winning before you even step on the pitch. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's my moment at 2019. I don't know what you guys have uh, um, yeah. got anything else. Mine would be the Barcelona semi-final, but what about you, Ben? We've obviously touched on the cricket earlier on. But... Um, I, do you know what? I genuinely think this year has been a combination for a lot of our... As you've, you've heard through the years, Yeah. you know, a lot of the same people actually appear throughout the entire decade. Yeah, actually, and I think yeah. we've actually been in a very, very lucky era of sport. And I think we've actually witnessed some of the greatest sporting heroes of of all time. You know, in the world of football, you're talking about the two greatest footballers of all time in Lionel Messi and sure. Ronaldo. Yeah, in the past 10 years, decade, as yeah. growing up, we've enjoyed them watching them win Champions Leagues after Champions Leagues and leagues and being top scorers. In, in golf, we've seen... Brooks Kepka and Rory McElroy and Tiger Woods. Yeah, seeing the you know some of the best footballing teams we've ever seen in teams like Barcelona and Man City. Um, you know, even this Liverpool side are pretty pretty good. And uh, tennis. And then you know in in tennis we've seen Novak Djokovic to a lesser extent because he's an evil human being. Uh, <laughs> Andy Murray uh, and Andy Murray, uh, Roger Federer and Novak and Rafa Nadal. Who are all considered possibly <laughs> three 
greatest tennis players of all time. Like, you honestly, could, you know, when you look at stuff, you go, how, how on earth, over the, like, let's say, next 10 years, when those players start to retire, how, how is anyone going to top, been lucky gonna top that? We've been luckiest because we've got Phil Jones of Man United. <laughs> who's going to be the next like big thing? Who's going to be the next Phil Jones? Well, but that's that's what I take away. Oh, and you know what? Also, I've got to throw out there Lewis Hamilton. You know, 2019 this year. You know, witnessing one of the best racing drivers of all time, and in loads of different sports, I genuinely think we're at this almost pinnacle where technology has met sports. Yeah. And it's just absolutely incredible. I kind of think before we it's sort a of brilliant time to be alive. Yeah, before we finish off, we should probably just throw it out there. Like, let's talk athletics for a second. We haven't picked many athletics moments apart from the Olympics, but just off the top of my head, you know, you've kind of had like people who've transcended um, outside of the sport. Like, you've got Mo Farah, Jessica Ennis, Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. Oh, Jesse Karenich, yeah. Like, we've forgot these people. Yeah. Usain Bolt has just quit the sport because no one... Michael Phelps. Yeah, wow, Michael Phelps. I was about to say Michael yeah. Phelps. So we've kind yeah. of missed those off. Um, I was just blind to the athletics, I suppose, but... Um, we've also missed off what I've not really gone through. Um, the rise of the heavyweight division boxing. Uh, Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Anthony yeah. Joshua and... A lot of that. So sorry, guys. We yeah. might have sorry seen... for the boxing fans. Yeah. <laughs> completely. Um, I think we could. I think what we could do is, from from me, I think we're not maybe the world's biggest kind of like boxing and UFC fans. Or but I, I think we could potentially do a little bit of a pod on. There's like on the, the rise of UFC, like UFC and slash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that as well. Maybe that's a 2020 project. Who let knows? Us, let us know. Let us know, people. Um, but hopefully that's ended the podcast on an uplifting, beautiful, thoughtful pod. Episode 9. Episode 9. An absolute epic. Are we going to be like... 10 years of sport. It's going to be Christmas next. It's going to be Christmas Eve. Pretty, no, a day before Christmas Eve for the next podcast. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then it's going to be like... like at what point, we haven't, you know, have we even planned how we're going to do this around New Year and 2020? Like, how many pods have we got left before? We can maybe get a 10th episode do we do, do we do episode 10 and then we come back stronger with 2020 episode 11 or? Yeah, that sounds good. Well, we let the viewers decide. <laughs> yeah, let us know on some sort of Instagram poll. <laughs> yes. Um, but guys, I've thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. See, so we've had a guest on. We've had CJ introduced him to the pod. Um, to add, me and CJ have recorded a, um, a FIFA video tonight. Yep. Uh, we played on Volta, which is basically street football. Um, you know, traded victories on which that. we try to do. Recommend it. Oh, there we go. It's getting late, Ben. It's getting late, Ben's yawning. It's getting late. Um, past tennis is way past my bedtime. Yeah, so um, yeah, look out for that. That'll hopefully be out um, around the Christmas uh, period as well. So, um, what have you got coming out, Ben? So much. So always, <laughs> so much. this video is just on the back burner. My my Mac is dying with the amount of videos that are on it. So you guys are lucky at home. Yeah, uh, but yeah, cool. I think I think we called we called that a wrap. 
That's uh, right. You guys can maybe play a couple of games of FIFA or well, you I want don't to know about that. I think core <laughs> we've got jobs maybe here. Go home. We've got to go to work. <laughs> ah, work schmirk. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you all in the Man Cave podcast very very soon. See you soon. See you guys. Ciao bella. <laughs>